Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Just another manic Monday, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Romelu Lukaku beat up Arsenal and Harry Kane played for Spurs. It's Monday, 23rd of August. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Vidushina Hunter-Raja. Hello, everybody. It's the start of the working week and we're feeling fine, aren't we, Jimmy, baby? Yeah, why not? Uh-huh. <laughs> Vish, how you doing, big boy? I'm doing, I'm doing very well, better than Jim. I'm concerned oh, for Jim. We're all way. concerned. You don't need to be concerned for me. It's all right. Jim, you were at the Emirates on the weekend. I was. Unlux. Yep. Back to the stress bowl. Should have come. <laughs> the anxiety dome. <laughs> oh dear. Was it good to be back? It's been a while. Genuinely, it was. Yeah. It's a weird thing, isn't it? Like you go and see your team and they lose, but you still enjoy it because it was the football. It's like a weird relationship that you have. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna like go like you know pretend I've gone home and like just just shouted into a mirror. It's like putting on like, a, 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 an old jumper which has been ravaged by moths. Yes, you know it's not what it was, but it, <laughs> it, despite itself, it keeps you warm. I love that part. I love that feeling when you put on an old jumper and you're like, oh, I didn't know I put that knife there. <laughs> it's lovely, that, isn't it? Oh, yeah. That video on the uh, Football Ramble Instagram, your face at the beginning was so, so sincere and so lovely and so just, you know, yeah. just beaming with, with genuine joy at yeah. being back. Uh-huh. And then... Oh, the second couple of videos. <laughs> There's the a stark contrast, isn't it? Yeah, well, at the end of the video, um, you're being recorded as you're walking away, and it genuinely looks like, you know, 
like an extension of the Richard Ashcroft video where you're just like going to lay into people who <laughs> will, will buy you as you dress yeah. the camera. And as he walked off, his trousers fell down. Yeah, <laughs> that sort of vibe. You should have so. come to Craven Cottage with me, Jim. It was a lovely old time. And yeah. you be and, and there's a lot of similar stuff. The away fans sing, "This is a library." Yeah, your support is yeah, all that kind of stuff. The home fans are playing all, all the classics. Yeah, the whole yeah. the home, keep it down. The home fans don't <laughs> have even some know decorum. <laughs> trying to work out where the swimming pool is going to be in the yeah. new stand, all that kind of stuff. Maybe next time, mate. But yeah. yes, Chelsea beat Arsenal 2 0, as if you didn't know. And a decade after his debut, uh, Romelu Lukaku scored his first Chelsea goal as he and they rolled over Arsenal 2 0. Mm. I love the fact that uh, Lukaku, if ever a player has meant business, <laughs> business, do you know what I mean? He's, he's, well, he was an assessment of your performance and he just said, dominant, I think. Dominant. Yeah, he was <laughs> Just, fantastic. He was. I mean, I mean, it's the, the only surprising is, thing is he didn't score more than one. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really need to, though, did they? Which we'll come on to. But seeing him in the flesh is. We know that he plays with his back to goal a lot, but it's like he picks a defender. And he's just he just sort of backs into them, yeah. Like, mm. and it it just takes that player out of the game. You know, he's going to try and roll the defender. It won't always work, but it's going to cause chaos when it does. And he's also such a good outlet. On the few occasions where Chelsea were under a little bit of pressure, if, if they could get the ball to him, even on the halfway line, he he was just a, a complete pressure valve for that. How do you it's defend against him? Brilliant, fish. that's what I want to know. Because if you remember the great Ronaldo, the phenomenon in his full pomp. And you think, how do you set up against a defend a, a striker like that? A different type of player, I understand. I'm not saying that their style is, is like for like. But when you see Lukaku like that, you think, well, get bodies around him. Yeah, well, that leaves acres of room for the wing backs. And yes, so, I, I, doesn't it just? Well, and the panic that he set in with the Arsenal. So now I know it doesn't take much to spook this Arsenal team, but he really was and, and and a lot of defenders are going to be looking at that a lot of managers are panicking going when are we playing them how much prep do I need to do to try mm. and stop this guy yeah definitely like, I, I did feel a bit bad for, for Pablo Mari because what happened to him is going to happen to quite a few defenders before the season <laughs> to single out. him out yeah, yeah he's just unfortunate enough that he's the first it's like singling out a soldier you know when an old Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> film when yeah. he goes and he destroys the whole of the wherever they're from the army foreign army and you think well that guy on the roof he's not he, he should have shot him <laughs> yeah, like, no no no, no. He's, 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 he's just mowed down about 300 of them yeah know? imagine if that sequence in James Bond where they all, they all shoot and miss him and one of them turns out should have got him there shouldn't yeah. you He's gone for the head, yeah. idiot. Go for his feet, knob. He's yeah. going to make hundreds of more movies now. <laughs> yeah. All because of you, because you missed. <laughs> Why don't we just shoot him in the head instead of the laser up the Jaffers? Or should we just... <laughs> there was, um, but like when Mary went through him <laughs> with, with more than an hour to go. I love that though. I love the... Oh, the, yeah, really? The, Didn't it set the tone, Marcus? <laughs> no, I know. Let no, him the, know you're there. No, but to be let fair... Let him know you're there, and then let him know you're off. He, no, but he tried something. <laughs> yeah. To, to give him credit, he tried something. Of course it didn't work, but I like the fact that he had a go. He tried to mix it up. Yeah. The way I saw that was when he picked up the first yellow card, the smartest thing he could do was then quickly pick up a second, so he didn't have to do that anymore. <laughs> but there was that, you know, you're spot on with, um, obviously, how, how Lukaku plays. And we talked about it out there that... You know, the defender who ends up going in touch tight to Lukaku yeah, is immediately done. taken out of the game, yeah. much in the same way that, mm -hmm. you know, if you grab the mouth of, of a crocodile, there is a moment where you have to let it go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you're in big trouble. Yeah. But the other thing was that he doesn't just attract that defender. You know, Granit Xhaka had actually quite a solid start to the game when mm -hmm. it was clear that they were trying to play with like a 
I saw more or less like a back three with Zaka dropping in and mm. cutting the outlet, cutting essentially the passes into him. And I was like, that's probably quite a smart, smart way of double yeah, teaming. That's how you'll have to... And then at the same time, I was like, while you're doing that to the most expensive Chelsea signing ever, the second most expensive Chelsea signing ever is literally standing free over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Reese James. Oh. I mean, did he was he renting that space? It, it was, was like unreal, a monopoly board, and no one yeah. wanted to go near he it. Was... No, it was. I think just it's Lukaku, isn't it? They're so frightened mm. of, of giving him space well, well, that, what that, happened... that space has to pop up somewhere else. And yeah. What happened the frustrating to Tierney? Thing was well, well quite. Tierney is a very very good defender, and yet his brain just went all mushy because again of the threat. Well, I think that he was perhaps wary of having too much ground to cover mm. because they're all sort of frightened of what Lukaku's going to do in the middle, be that up against Mario or Holding, wherever Lukaku's d- deciding to to you know make a nuisance of himself. And I think. It just didn't work, did it? It just there was a, there was an over. It created an overload. It's I think it's, so it's easy to say after the fact, but I really think yeah. I should have started with a back three. Yeah, Again, I, I mean, as as everyone should against a player like that, surely. Well, do you think Tierney and um, Cedric were because they were? You could tell obviously they were as soon as Lukaku got the ball, everyone mm-hmm. got got narrower. Do you think they were worried about the ball inside the fullback? Because you know, Reese James. And had a brilliant game yesterday. Mm. It was a very different game to mm-hmm. his better games last season, where he was actually quite far out on the touchline. Yeah, and yeah. there was clear a clear plan from Thomas Tuchel to, you know, use him as the like spare winger, man. Yeah, exactly. Well, he, yeah. I mean, he was given very Trent Alexander Arnold, wasn't it? Yeah, but I, mean, well, I would say very Danny Elvis, vintage Elvis sort of stuff. You know, yeah. in, the, in the terms of he just had that whole right side and he was flying up and down. He was given the keys to North London, of course, but. I, th- I just Reese James. I've said this last season, as a few people have. Just he just looks the business. Yeah, he does. And he will get his chance in the England shirt. And I know there's a lot of. Uh, uh, I know he played a little bit at the Euros and and so on. And, and there's a, there's a lot of competition there. But he he just he just what a magnificent player. Mm. And uh, I know there was there was that time when he perhaps should have uh, crossed the ball to Lukaku a little bit earlier and so on. But the way he plays, the confidence he has, the stature of him, the, the body language. The, the you know the the touch the the, the spatial awareness the, the 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 ability the way he finished as well the whole body language Very of those Chelsea players knocked it out bang and the way they celebrated it this this mm. is a team that means business oh, as without I say a doubt. there's the intensity there they've 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 got it all I I just I can't sort of talk highly enough yeah. of them and as I say. The only disappointing thing was that they didn't add to the two-goal tally. Disagree, but um, <laughs> I, I think what, what's important to remember as well is like it, there's been a really, really hysterical reaction to this result, as you expect from from you know the unfortunately the, the narrative around Arsenal that you get more on the internet than on, than, than from the media. It's almost like it pays really well. It is, isn't it? It's like you you are seeing like auditions for Arsenal's next hysterical fall mm. like every every time they they like something seemingly calamitous happens but they're the champions so it's like of Europe got, it's like Britain's got talent but it's <clears throat> it's all just like the first week of Britain got it, talent exactly <laughs> yeah yeah. it's just just the embarrassing ones yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're all self-taped and do you feel like you're Simon Cowell <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what, no I don't want anything to do with it anymore yeah, absolutely exactly. yeah um, <laughs> Yeah, so I think like this is a Champions Europe, Champions of Europe yeah. plus one of the best strikers in the world. Arsenal mm. are obviously missing a lot of players as well, and it's it, it's not as it's not as bad as it's being made out by On any an... stretch. Now the problem is, yeah. 
the, it almost feels like Arsenal weren't particularly like calamitous. It's not like they shot themselves in the foot a lot. It's obviously leaving that space for James is a big, big oversight. But they were basically just second best in every position, mm. and Chelsea didn't really need to get out of second gear. But it just it shows you how good they are. are you saying it, on another day? I'm not saying no, on, on, an, on another day that you know, like or we'd have given them what for, and I think they know that. Um, Would you? But w- it's. It, I don't think these are the games that are going to define the season for Arsenal. It's a. It's going to be a, a, another supposed season of transition they obviously they're not going to get near the top four you've got to look at that squad I do think it's a better squad than it was this time last season mm. but which isn't saying a huge amount there's loads of problems with it they've got four right backs but no right back somehow <laughs> were you doing any of the booing at half time of course not how dare you even ask me that <laughs> the one thing about you know just to touch on what you said there about like obviously yeah you're right it wasn't calamitous but you know how it, you know, good teams win the same way with mm. with different players yeah. in the starting eleven. The one thing I thought about that result yesterday, well, two things. The first was it looked like a four nil, and that all, in a yes. way made it worse because mm. like, it didn't need to be a four nil to see these issues. And the second thing was, uh, you know, they do Arsenal do have a lot of absentees. Even Aubameyang coming on in the second half, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. he's had and he's issues with illness. COVID as yeah, well. and Ben White has COVID. They keep yeah. saying illness. I don't know why. They're not saying COVID. Yeah, but. exactly. But but then, even with all those absentees, they still lose the same way. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's the trouble. I think yeah. th- th- this is sort of seeped into them, isn't it? I mean, Bakary Sanya wasn't happy, and and um, he was speaking to RMC. He said the Maybe DNA. Get him back. Yeah, get him in there. The DNA of the club is gone. He's right back. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you stick to Man City issues, pal. <laughs> um, uh, but the, the DNA of the club is gone, and I'm I, actually. I disagree with him. This is the DNA of the club, and it has <laughs> yeah. been for some time. It's, it's mutated. You compare that to compare with the Kronka, you know, sure. gene has come in. Indeed, but you compare two first cousins. <laughs> you compare Manchester United and Arsenal in that, you know, sort of the Ferguson and Wenger. Now I know again different coaches and and, and different uh, uh, success rates, Needs. if you like. But after Ferguson left, there's a sort of a scramble for Manchester United to try and find that sort of winning feeling again mm. and they got in some some big hitters obviously now under Solskjaer it's it's going slightly better perhaps now than what it was um, with Arsenal it's kind of like well we just don't want to rock the boat just more of the same let's just glide along and, yeah. and, and I I mean I'm just I, I to me if I was anybody in that Arsenal board I would be making French kissy faces at Antonio Conte well the it's interesting isn't it because I would be very very surprised if they were to sack Arteta this quickly after backing him so heavily in the transfer market and obviously there's been a lot of talk of like trusting in the process and stuff like that and but he's been in the job for for a while now and long enough to to see if you essentially if if he's a manager who's good at improving players and there are players like Rob Holding he's improved Callum Chambers a bit I mean obviously the young players like Saka and Smith Rowe like got to be some credit there but generally speaking well, Jim, it's let not me, let me read it it's not here. overly you know a 20 fantastic. 20th defeat in 60 Premier League games lost more games in 20 months than, than Wenger did in his last 6 years yeah that's quite damning isn't yeah. it yeah quite damning so are you going to boo mean, now no no oh, okay. I will never boo um <laughs> It's Conte's unrealistic though, isn't it? He's not gonna he's not gonna come in and do yeah, much with that well, squad apart no, from shout at them. No point in asking the question then, is there? Uh, <laughs> no, um, Fish. Uh, the real uh, two things that I want to point out about Burton Leno is wearing the outfield away kit in goal, mm-hmm. which is quite nice. And secondly, that save against Lukaku, we're going to forget about it. It's an incredible save. Lukaku's reaction was great as well. Yeah. Because like, did, I was, he, did he get a touch on that? Yeah, but I was really surprised. Like how? I mean, maybe that shows how fast football moves at that level, but. Lukaku headed the ball towards Leno yeah. from yeah. six, seven yards out and wasn't sure if he saved it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that, and that's the thing with, with with Lukaku. You know, he's absolutely phenomenal. Should have scored that, but yeah. I don't. I think the goals will be uh, uh, flowing. Yeah. Um, and and Chelsea haven't issue. had a, a a goal scorer, a, a proper goal scoring centre forward for a couple of seasons or a few seasons now. So he'd be. be um, Can I just say though yeah. about the about Leno wearing the away kit? Yeah, I mean, how many? Kit launches have there been <laughs> in the last year alone, and have they just forgot to make a goal? That's what it is, isn't it? And what was what struck me about it was how it didn't really look out of place. You would think that that would seem really, no. really weird, but it it didn't, no. which was a bit disappointing to no, be honest. That's it. What, what is he? What you know? How far is this going to go? Is he going to? Oh, what he's wearing some Adidas gazelles now in yeah. goal. It's like, well, why? Why are you doing this? But we're going to dress you like a lemon, like a big lemon, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, to see how that affects your confidence. Yeah, <laughs> I think that would be good. Um, I mean, to compare again the two sides, Chelsea brought on in the second half and Golo Kante and Hakim Ziyech. Yeah, I I did there audibly groan when Kante came on. Yes, so I don't think that counts as a boo. But I that don't was probably think the closest. So. They would it got. felt like bullying. Didn't it? Uh, They're already tired. Leave them alone. And also to 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 to, to hammer home the point, Tammy Abraham impressed on his Roma debut. <laughs> the striker that Chelsea were like, ah, we don't really need him. We'll sell him off. Just get up to instrumental in their three-on one against Fiorentina. Yeah. Well done, Tammy. So there we are, Jim. Mm. And bad. Annoyingly, as well. Apparently, Arsenal had agreed personal terms with Tammy Abraham. He was really keen, but Chelsea were like, nah. Yeah. I think that would have been such a good fit yeah, as well. Yeah, agree. There we are. Gentlemen, we move on to Southampton one, Manchester United one. Manchester United equaled Arsenal's unbeaten away run in the Premier League. And what a way to do it, Vish. It says a lot that you mention Arsenal and Manchester United in the same breath. And I was like, well, isn't that bad? <laughs> and then I remembered, yeah. Different um, game, different yeah. team, different time. So, very, very um, different times. Vish, I feel that Man United should have gone on to win this game. I think everyone does. And I'm now going to take the approach that people take to me when Arsenal don't get a good result. Mm. What are you personally doing about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why didn't they fish? <laughs> You're playing the part of Luke, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Playing the part of Luke and the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird um, because they responded really well at the start of um, the start of the second half, and it was almost like scoring the equaliser took the wind out of their own sails. Yeah. Well, they've got the as long as they got to the end of the game and didn't didn't lose it then they would equal that record and I think that's what was playing on Do you think they were holding on to it? Yeah, yeah, right lads nothing stupid now like, Get rid of it, it was, just get rid of it It was like the Invincibles towards the end of the season no, yeah. sort of <laughs> That's fine I think that's what it was Harry Maguire caught dawdling uh, on the ball <laughs> Dawdling? Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> He was uh, he was having a little dwindly dawdle and uh, <laughs> he was he was caught out, wasn't he? He was sleepy, dopey, and bashful at the same time. Very much so, yeah, very much so, and wasn't happy. Uh, and uh, Southampton obviously scored. I mean, Southampton had Armstrong had a chance to. He should have scored that, shouldn't he? And I, I was have been nice because obviously he's made the jump to the Premier League. It wouldn't have been nice, would it? Yes, it would have. It was. I have. like seeing. All right, Jim. I like seeing Southampton beat Manchester United because it reminds me of the you know the glory days of you know three one that Man United grey kit and the six yeah. three and so. On. Did you see the sign that one of the Southampton fans made? Go on. We, we preferred you when you were in grey. <laughs> nice, big WWE vibe to that. Yeah. Yeah. More of that, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Man United, they did get out of there with a point, and uh, Mason Greenwood uh, got the goal. He did. Yeah, he's, he's um, you know, with. Uh, Obviously, the, the Lukaku thing, I mean, he was never coming back, but it did, you know, there was a lot of talk that United will think about, you know, bringing in a striker. We're certainly looking for a contingency plan beyond um, Edinson Cavani. I actually thought Abraham would have been a sneaky little deal there, yeah. but I don't think they would have done business together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you look at Greenwood, and I, and it's, you know, it's a, I suppose it's an unfortunate contrast when you compare him to Martial, who was on mm. the other wing, who looked pretty... Pretty listless. I can't remember who. I think it was Musa Kwanga of um, 
of Stadio, at the, mm. you know, the, the other mm. po- uh, football podcast, he made a great point that he, uh, you know, being a striker is an office job. You need to be committed to it. You need to go in and out mm. work every day, regardless of whether you have bad days or good days. Mm-hmm. Got to keep going back. But Martial wants to be a freelancer. Uh, he does it. He like he wants the good bits of of being out wide and being in the middle. Mm-hmm. But he's not willing to, I suppose, have might the I, quiet might days. I correct his uh, analogy when you say it's an office. He means that he's a member of staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, yeah, yeah. That, that's that. Yeah, that's my bastardizing of. Yeah, of don't line, do, yeah. don't do him a disservice. Basically, I've made a career out of that. To yeah. be <laughs> and you're but, very welcome on the round. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it, but it's quite interesting because Greenwood just and I suppose he has the benefit of youth on his side as well. But he just he's gone back to how he was two seasons ago while maintaining a maturity about his movement yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's it's great to see the still of huge issue in midfield that obviously they're not going to address given the amount of money they've already yeah, handed out that bloody Paul Pogba and... you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> he gave the ball away once he and did. I thought oh, he's done that again and what about Fred Didn't chipping in goal. at the wrong end Fred man oh. that was so unlucky poor just, old Fred I feel like despite Fred being that player that that, that lightning rod player that every team has mm. I, he always looks like he's just having the time of his life. Jim, can I say and right? And I can't the, help but love that about him. Yeah, Arsenal need a sort of that that sort of defensive midfielder. Next summer they're signing Fred. There's no doubt Imagine. about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the, That's <laughs> Arsenal signing written all over. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring up the Sylvester agreement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting sent down. Yeah, Fred is. I you know what? I have a lot of affection for Fred. I think I've said it before, but like a confident Fred is a very dangerous thing mm. because he will do something very well. He'll have a really good ten minutes, and he will take a right-footed shot from thirty yards. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, why? I mean, like, I want you to enjoy yourself. Mm. Maybe not here though. Yeah. I think in that situation, it'd be better if Paul Pogba would pick him up and like use him as a golf club. <laughs> that would be more <laughs> effective, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Reliable. What about the uh, the young right back for Southampton, T- Tino? Sorry, uh, Livren- Livramento, who was named man of the match. Uh, he had a great game, and considering how good Carl Walker Peters was last season as well, they, yeah. they're quite well uh, equipped in that area. Would it would appear? Ralph, I love this uh, Hassan who was. Sort of trying to lower the hype um, around him, and he said, "I'm happy he took the decision to come to us. It's always difficult to get one of the best talents in England." Well, there, there's your hype. So you got now. Yeah. So <laughs> then he sort of looks around and thinks, "Oh yeah, but don't hang him high. Don't hang him too high." If you get the picture, uh, keep it calm. I know how quick people are starting to lift him, but there is no need. I was um I was quite impressed with Ralph Hasenhutl actually. I, I really did. I, I basically have him down as the first manager to go this season, mm. but I thought his tactical changes, you know, took the game away from Manchester United for a period of time. And also, you know, even little things like dropping Carl Waterpeters for um, Livermento kind of spoke of someone who, you know, sometimes you see managers when mm-hmm. they're in that struggle and they just stick with the names that, that, that mm-hmm. took them to their upward trajectory. Um, and, I think it's probably a good sign that he's not afraid to yeah. cast out big names. Mm. Well, and, and yeah, but they're going to need it, aren't they? Because they haven't had the yeah. best of starts. But that point is very encouraging for Southampton, uh, no doubt. Gentlemen, I'd like to end the first half with uh, Liverpool versus Burnley, if I may. A sort of fairly routine win. Uh, a lot of people talking about Burnley's lineup for four four two, but they lined up with the with the numbers one to eleven. Now I used yeah. to be years ago. I used to be precious about this, uh, and now I don't mind because I quite like it when a squad number comes synonymous with a player. You think of. Um, was Beckham 32 at Real Madrid? Something like 23, that. 23, wasn't it? Oh, 23, sorry, I'll get me, get me numbers mixed up. You know, I quite like it when, when you, you, you can have that sort of mm. thing. Um, but, uh, but it was quite nice to see the 1-11 to 11, uh, vision. And yeah. they were all 
in the correct places. Number four is a central midfielder. Yes. Seven and eleven yeah. are on the wings, and they got the yeah. right. With seven is the right winger. It, they've and really it was, thought about if that. Anyone was going to do it, it as was well. It's going to be Burnley, isn't it? Like, there's, British there's numbers for British yes. players. Yes. There is something <laughs> charmingly old world about that that sort of stuff. There's a friend of mine yeah. called Jay Foreman who's a musical comic, mm. and he's he has a song called "Where Do You Get Your Food From, Grandma," which is just about how like. Where on earth do grandparents get all this weird food that only seems to exist in like in, in old person cupboard land? Mm. And I feel like that about Burnley. Like, where do you? What's a Josh Brown here? Where do you? Where do you, <laughs> yeah. do you find these men? They're where do you get these players? Halftime. Who ton- are they? Halftime Tunnock's tea cakes. Yeah, that sort of thing. I know what you mean. Yeah, you read that lineup and you're like, is this conscription? <laughs> Is that what this is? Is this maybe? Is is this your Chris Wood? The um, you know, you talked about being a bit of a throwback. Certainly, Jurgen Klopp seemed to think that a lot of what Burnley were doing was a bit of a throwback. I'm not. I'm not a massive fan of um, Burnley shaming. Shall we put it mm. in terms of like? I'm not how, shaming them at all. No, no, you're not. You're, but but you know, they were talking. There's a lot of chat about wrestling, and, yeah. I, and I love wrestling. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they, I think they just. They know where the limits are and they yeah, push I, them as well as they can. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think... Okay, I think, there was a couple of body slams in there. <laughs> they were legitimately a couple of body slams. Yeah, the ref didn't see that, though. It's fine. No, it's fine. A couple, oh. yeah. a couple of chair shots when no one's looking is all right, isn't it? Yeah, was that absolutely. what Klopp was moaning about with VAR? It didn't pick up. I think there was a lot of moaning from managers over the weekend about refs and VAR. Solskjaer yeah. moaned yeah. moan like yeah. hell as well. Yeah. I know, and I thought to myself, because the players, I think they say on the pitch, the referees have said since VAR, the players are sort of going, are you chair... Oh, you have. All right, okay. Yeah. So they can't, you know, whereas the managers haven't really sort of got that memo, have they? And they and it's sort of still kind of carrying on. You can kind of understand, but it I don't want to get... It will never get to a point where managers never, don't mind. It will never get, unless they, unless Klopp gets to referee one half and then dice <laughs> the other. Maybe that's the way forward, that the manager... I mean, that is g- genuinely a brilliant idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'd Thanks love that. Much. What a contrast in styles as well. Yeah. Email shoutfootbrownwell.com for, for, um, for more affirmation on that idea. Because it will, it will mean that Mike Dean eventually becomes a football manager. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So, yeah, so an, there's an actual ref to referee the team whose manager is refereeing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. But Liverpool, though, uh, Harvey Elliott looked good, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. He looks a player. More of that, please, Harvey. Uh, but Liverpool, I think people have sort of slightly forgotten about Liverpool. I think there's a lot of chat about Chelsea, as we've just displayed, and understandably so. Obviously, Manchester City, Grealish now among the goals. You, Pep wants him to get some more. So that those two are the, are the big two people are talking about. Liverpool... I've not really lost anybody. Ronaldo will be a yeah. bit of a loss, but obviously Van Dijk's back in there. I mean, surely it's a, it's a three-way title race. People often talk about Man City and, and, and I Chelsea. Th- I actually think you might have to throw Man United in there this season as well. I think we might have a bit of a might have a ding dong. Yeah. But yeah, I think because it cannot go understated how like what a disaster it was for Liverpool to essentially lose their entire defence last season mm-hmm. and still roar back into the Champions League places. So I, I think you're right. Yeah. And, and and with people saying you know fans coming back in stadiums making a difference and whatnot. You would say that mm. one of the sides who will surely benefit for the most of that would be Liverpool. Mm. You know, so um, there we are, everybody. You heard it here first. Liverpool could win the league this year. Let's have a quick break. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Dion Dublin, and when I'm not banging my tube, I'm listening to the Football Ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Right, let's see how we got on in Betway's 4 to score. Entry to Betway's 4 to score is free each week. Pick the first goal score in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win that weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply in Game 1. Southampton versus Manchester United. I picked Bruno Fernandes. Because the opener was an own goal, it passes to the next goal scorer, which was, of course, Mason Greenwood. So I got it wrong, Jim. You did. Uh, game two, Wolves versus Spurs. Vish, you picked Raul Jimenez. Of course, the result was Deli Alley. Got it wrong. Game three, Arsenal versus Chelsea. Jim had the chance to pick an Arsenal player. He chose not to. He wisely chose Romelu Lukaku. It was, of course, Romelu Lukaku. So, yeah, it's a win in a way. It is. <laughs> and uh, in game four, West Ham versus Leicester City. Luke picked Jamie Vardy. The result, of course, there playing tonight so there we are we'll be back for another round of four to score on the preview show this friday all right it's time for emails peter's jingle had a good run we loved it once but that love's gone you can get in touch just email show at footballramble.com i have the email from brian summers who's been getting in touch over the last week complaining about the standard of goalkeeping it's a passionate man I don't care what you say if that ball comes within kissing distance two Man City goals bloody awful good goals my aunt funny <laughs> so I don't really know what to do with that email um, yeah sometimes goalkeepers don't save shots they yeah. should save I don't really know what the solution is, though. I don't know. Yeah, just try hard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we do, Brian. Should we sign them up to Burnley so they experience the front line? We can't. I don't think we can lobby for the removal of goalkeepers, which seems to be what he wants. Mm. But here we are. Nice to hear about someone else's aunt. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I assume Aunt Fanny's giddy, but uh, but there we are, Brian. Uh, We hope you get the help you need, which is. somehow removing goalkeepers. Finally, there's got to be a league somewhere in the world where they do that, I think. Well, show at footballramble.com, everybody. Now then, uh, Spurs beat Wolverhampton Wanderers 1-0. Um, good win for uh, for uh, Nuno Espirito Santo. For a minute there, I was thinking, which one is he? Oh yeah, he is a Spurs man. Uh, they beat uh, Bruno Lage. We saw Harry Kane play some football for Spurs yeah. in that lovely I'm, Spurs. I've lovely heard shot. a lot about him. He sounds like he's got a promising future. Hopefully get a few more minutes. Maybe, maybe. Nice. What about that Spurs the kit new he was Michael wearing? Ricketts, mate. Jim, I'm asking you about that Spurs <laughs> kit. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, um, Excellent. It looks like resin art. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A dig or is that... No, no, no. I like it. It's good. I think more weird kits, frankly. Mm. What else about Spurs do you like? That, that's it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Are you jealous of their DNA? 
No. You're jealous of their... I'm jealous of their DNA. You're jealous of their clean sheets and their points. I'm not jealous of their empty trophy cabinet. Ah! <laughs> You're going to push me to it. It's all we wanted Boo them, to. Yeah. Boo them, Jim. But do you respect Spurs fan TV? Um, Harry, came on. Harry came on for the last uh, 20 minutes. Could have scored, Vish. He didn't. It was a good save. Um, and I, was, I found it funny when it was like, oh, he got a decent reception. It's like, well, yeah. No, that's. I think that's good. I think that's very mature from from the Tottenham fans. They want him to stay, don't they? Obviously, so they're not going to go. There, you knob. Yeah, but I, stay, I, you prick. No, no, no. But it, it sort of didn't surprise. I thought you would get a decent reception. Yeah. I think. But anyway, especially I, I, from away fans who you know yeah. because they've made the travel up, I think yeah. they're less inclined to mm-hmm. you know be so official just, about it. Just give Spurs fans a bit more credit. Everybody, I think, is what I'm trying to say. What about Deli Ali? Vish, good to see him uh, back, looking confident again, and so on. Why he kind of? He, I mean, won the penalty. I would say he won the penalty. He made sure there was contact, but it was a penalty. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the yeah. way he was like, right, I'm having that, bang, and, and, and tucked it. Well, I thought, come on, pal. You forget what a player Deli Ali was. I mean, uh, we hark back to the Russia World Cup, but he was there starting for England. It wasn't that long ago where he had a season where, what did he get, 18 goals in the league, I think, yeah. which was... I mean, like, we, we th- at that point, we thought he was going to be like a, a Gerard Lampard-style well, player arriving from deep, getting you that many goals a season. Totally, because only Lampard and Yaya Toure have scored more in a Premier League season than him. That's amazing. Oh, wow. If you yeah. think about that, you know, that's how good he was, linking with Kane. Yeah. Um, then, you know, again, what, what a player. And so it's good to see him playing football again. Uh, Mourinho's gone yeah. and uh, could this be a sort of a Luke Shaw kind of effect with, with Deli Alley you know <laughs> Mourinho goes and he thrives yeah, yeah. I mean there's maybe a bit of that and I they th- can't blame it all on Mourinho Look, I mean, players, no, have, I, players I, have personal lives I, I don't know what if there is yeah. anything but I'm just saying that you know people have ups and downs and so but on also so, if you've you know. got a point to prove and you're then given the environment in which to prove that with, with very little pressure in comparison then those are great conditions in which to thrive, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think there's, it is really nice seeing him back playing, and I suppose he, not just playing, but starting games as well. He doesn't quite look like the Deli Alley of old because the Deli Alley that I remember when he was playing regularly, when he was having that good season, his touch and the way he thought about space, for example, it seemed was automatic like, almost. Yeah, it? It, it was kind of up there with some of the best players in the league. Like he would have a way of. You know, almost like a Pogba-like way of, of turning players or getting past them by walking yeah. <laughs> rather than, you know, having to knock the ball past them and chase after it. Um, It's touched, you know, it's not quite as silk as it was. It's funny, isn't it, how some players, like, they're kind of fearless when they're young and a bit yeah. of maturity takes something away from their oh, game. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. But, but I wonder, actually, I mean, it is such a shame that, you know, if Kane does go, then, you know, it, it was Kane and... Kane and Ali, and then it was Kane and Son, and you kind of think, God, if 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 you've got those three together firing, then it kind of you can really fill in around them and have a really, you know, mm-hmm. strong top five, top six team there. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see how how far it goes. I I, I wonder how much license he's gonna get long term under Nuno. If this is maybe an example of like because mm-hmm. we're not playing with a recognised striker we want you to yeah. go a bit further forward. But if if they have someone up there, is he gonna be a bit more withdrawn because he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Do that particularly well, I suppose. But yeah. um, no, promising start, yeah. What about that piece of skill from Bergwijn? Down the left. Do you see that? Yeah. Little roll over and go, oh my God, I've not seen feet that quick since the original Ronaldo himself. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely glorious. Actually, Bergwijn's another interesting one, isn't he, for Spurs? Because I think Deli Ali is a bit of a Rubik's Cube to, to solve for, for Nuno. And you would think, mm. you know, that given the quality of Ali, 
he w- would want to put some time into solving that. But Bergwijn as well, he's a player like his finishing can be. It's like he lacks confidence in it, mm-hmm. but yeah. he's really, really good at getting himself chances. Yeah. I think if you can just add a bit of composure to him, you've got a really, really good player on your hands there. Yeah, I, I, I have to say, with regards to all this Kane stuff, I just think to myself, like, you, I, I, I know that Raúl Jiménez is um, obviously had his sort of fitness issues and, and all that kind of stuff for obvious reasons, but I'm always of the mind if a player really wants to go sell him for a massive, great profit. Could they have done worse than getting, you know, your striker who likes to bring in other players and so someone like a Jimenez or I said to you before the show, like sell him and then and then start a fire sale at Barcelona. I don't know. Yeah. Go, like if if you slap eighty million on the table and go, can we have Griezmann? I'm pretty sure Barcelona would be like, yeah, you probably can. Actually, no, I don't know because <laughs> you know? they would, they simply won't accept their circumstances, will they? But I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Though. Anyway, but... it's a funny one. So I mean, you would think that. They're, they're deadly serious about not selling Kane, aren't they? Which is going to make the end of the transfer window really fascinating. Well, Man City have to do their bit and actually quite, stump up the cash. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, gentlemen, there was a very intense, entertaining game at uh, Ellen Road, which uh, finished Leeds 2, Everton 2. Full house at Ellen Road for the first time since 2004, of course, in the Premier League. We've seen this. And and it really did add to it. When that first Leeds goal went in, yeah. the scenes of absolute bedlam behind the goal. Lovely little nudge from Banford and a, and a good finish from Klitsch. Um, but I, it was good to see Ellen Rowe rocking like that. Yeah. It's kind of, it's weird to me that Leeds being back in the Premier League has been entirely without fans. I know. My, yeah. my mind won't join the dots together on yeah. that. <laughs> I know what you mean. I do get that. The, uh, um, the, the, the game, the game in recent history that that sums up modern Ellen Road was actually a game like a high-profile game they lost. It was the championship semi-final, that second leg against Derby County. Oh yeah, where Jack Marriott comes on to yeah. Derby and ends up kind of makes a man played in that game as well. Obviously, mm. Lampard was Derby mm-hmm. Derby coach, but it felt like such a throwback. You know, when you watch footage of old games mm. and it feels like the fans are like falling yeah. onto the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many of them. Um, it was like that and. You kind of think that, yeah, it's such a shame that they weren't able to witness not just coming back, but also the promotion, you've mm. got to remember, from the championship. Mm. So, yeah, it'd be, you know, they're going to have some incredible nights there. I mean, Edinburgh nights are one of a kind, yeah. Well, Tony Abowa knows that, doesn't he? Yes, yeah. he does, yeah. Um, but I did think, though, that you take all that into account, Dominic Calvert-Lewin obviously tucked his penalty away, then, like, Gave it a bit to the fans, didn't he? Damari Gray also had a little, little sort of. A oh, oh, Lukaku and Reese James were right in the Arsenal fans' yeah, faces. Yeah, there was quite a lot of, of that over the weekend. Um, there, well, there's been no one to shush for the last, <laughs> yeah, maybe. you know, eighteen months. Isn't yeah, there? yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Calvert Lewin did manage to keep his cool despite that sort of fat man showing his belly off <laughs> and rubbing it. Did you see that behind <laughs> the goal? Yeah, the jiggle might put you off. So yeah. Did you um, do you remember the bloke who got his penis out in the Euro twenty twelve? Yeah, penis yeah. was. Scene, yeah. yeah, I had to Google that again today and I found the Deadspin article which which described it as the sad English penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, note vicious terminology there, ladies and gentlemen. I had to Google that again. Yeah. Had, oh, yeah. Just had to. Incognito mode? Or? Didn't <laughs> no, I'm proud of it. Didn't have, a, didn't have a choice in the matter. First thing, you type in A... Sad penis. Yeah. away on the browser. <laughs> True enough. What about Damari Gray, though, Vish? Uh, nice to see him looking happy. Yeah, it is. Um, he, so he's 25. Mm-hmm. As is Deli Ali, funny, isn't it? Two, yeah. but two two players who you'd think who I suppose you kind of think of a lost cause more so than mm. than Damari Gray. That, that, that's a personal point of view. I, I thought Damari Gray was had kind of come and gone, but at, by being twenty five, still young. I suppose mm. we would say that in this room, <laughs> but <laughs> they've had 
generations of players overtake yep. them. Yep. And I don't just mean internationally or mm-hmm. their respective clubs. I just kind of mean across mm-hmm. Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Gray going to Leverkusen was good move. Obviously, he had his struggles with injury. But you look around, you know, around Europe and you mm-hmm. think of where he might go and you're like, well... You're gonna to have to take a step down. So yeah, it was really really exciting to see him. Um, you know, he's always shown flashes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I quite like the fact that he um, he wasn't afraid to go both sides of the fullback. Yeah. I think a lot of time he's been on the left and tried to cut in all totally, the time. Yeah. But he was brilliant though, and I think sometimes that Rafa Benitez, oh, it's not very boring. It's a bit formulaic and so. But but he has shown that he's managed, you know, some sort of flary players as well. Yeah. But actually, maybe a, a player like Damari Gray needs that. He needs a lot of structure. Yeah. And within that structure, go and do your thing. Yeah, and and, and mm. the ways you know crossing the ball and and Calvert Lewin he'll bloody love that. I mean, yeah. he yeah. perhaps should have scored more than one in the game. You know, he, a striker of his standard would have perhaps been a touch disappointed. Mm. Um, it, that bodes very well for Everton. It, it didn't win the game, of course, but it does bode well. Um, and uh, it also bodes bodes well that uh, Yeri Mina might have a good old go at Lukaku when they face them. I don't <laughs> think he'll win that one, but he certainly tried to to bully Patrick Bamford the whole game, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> He's a bit of a shit house, Yeri Mina. Yeah, Has been oh, for yeah a I mean, he was a, it was a huge shit house against England, wasn't he? I know we're going back a long yeah. way. To, oh, and against Argentina as well. You see, Messi giving yes. him some in oh, the penalty yeah. shootout yeah. of the Copper America. It's great. I know. That's what you want. We do want a bit of that. Uh, what was quite nice, though, is that Rafa Benitez and Marcelo Bielsa were in a very deep conversation after the game. My goodness, what mm. an intense football chat that Old nerds. <laughs> yeah. That's what that is, isn't it? That's... Old football nerds. It's like the Guardiola Tuchel of a, of a previous generation. Would be that Spider Man meme. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that's what it was? <laughs> it's one of those things you look at and be like, oh, you know what? That is lovely to see. I bet they're having a fascinating chat. And then if you're there, you're like, you know what? Yeah, I, I might shoot off actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. This, is, this has been great for half an hour, but just put the salt shaker down. Do the, <laughs> do the old Thomas Tuchel. I've really got somewhere. Better yeah. To make it, yeah. Can we have a moment of frothing ourselves for Rafinha's finish? We certainly oh, yeah. can. We certainly. Can. I was. I thought that Rafinha might move on this summer because he generally he likes a move, doesn't he? He's not stayed in one <laughs> yes, place for very yeah. long, and his stock's right. very high. But I think Leeds have whatever they've done to keep him, if indeed they've needed to do anything, has clearly been done well because he is just such a joy to watch. He is. What a finish as well. Pickford at four. Uh, <laughs> what a finish though uh, it was. And I think I think that was quite an important point for Leeds actually because I think with the home fans, you, again, um, who was it that spoke? It was it was Nuno himself I think spoke about that sort of feel-good factor. Uh, we suppose obviously kind of went when they played in the Europa Conference League but they got a win of course against Wolves. But I think to have Ellen Road back in the Premier League as as it was, um, and to not lose the game, and to to finish on that note, if you see what I mean, I think, I think yeah. Again, how important is that in, in the grand scheme of things? But certainly in the short term, I think that was uh, that was quite a lift that he gave everybody. Yeah, yeah, and he's a kind of player who he needs an audience, doesn't he? Oh yeah, like some of the things he does, yeah. like it's it's you know I suppose a credit to Bielsa and the system he has at Leeds that a player like that can still thrive. Mm-hmm. He's almost like a functional roaming player. And his left foot, I mean, like he could, you know, he could use it to stroke my hair and tell, tell me everything's going to be okay. <laughs> like it's such a, he's, oh, I, you, I love him so much. You do yeah. need that regularly. I do you? actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially against Yerry Mina. Yeah. <laughs> One of those foot guys, huh? <laughs> <laughs> do that on incognito mode. No, don't. Or are you, you proud of that? No, as well? I'm going to start getting the Instagram messages that Kate and Jules get. Yeah. Well, I don't say that. Sorry, I don't man. think you will. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, everyone. <laughs> Stop it, <laughs> those men. Gentlemen. Stop doing that. Yeah. Let us also, when I say gentlemen, I want to include every man. But uh, yes, uh, we move on uh, to Aston Villa 2, Newcastle United nil. 
Danny Ings is gold. Come on. That's what it's all about, Jimmy. Yeah. What, a, what a finisher he is. Mm-hmm. It's just instinctive, isn't I, it? Yeah, how absolutely good. love it. Yeah, imagine, but how can that be instinctive? Right. As yeah. if, like, you know, some of them start to slay trips and they just thought I'd just do a double backflip. Yeah, quite, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll just put my foot where my head normally is. <laughs> yeah. like, just in a split second. Just brilliant. Another player Spurs could have signed. Well, yeah, I mean, mm, we could do yeah. that all day, though, couldn't we? <laughs> No, we could do it until lunchtime. I think. Fair enough. Um, but yes, a, a brilliant goal. Uh, and I, the, people match of the day, watching match of the day, would see this when he asked about the long throw routine. And he said, well, I don't want to give it away. And it was just a long throw on Mings to Ings. And then it went in. It's <laughs> like, if you're planning on doing that overhead kick sort of business every week, I take my hat off to you. But uh, it didn't seem that hard to work out. Unless, unless there is some secret formula here, Vish, that we're all missing. No, I mean it's um it's quite nice. Is you know obviously it happened against um it happened against Arsenal um, when Brentford did it in the opening game of the season and it was it's a... un- you're right it's undefendable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, but there's big man yeah, flick on. Yeah, I quite I quite like it. Uh-huh. But it's uh, but it's not like oh I don't want to give it away. It's like you just chucked it to the big man and yeah. he flicked it on. And then at the same time I was like well he flicks it on and I have overhead kick it in. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. Oh fair. yeah, just like that. Yeah, and I don't like he... the idea that someone's going to try and mimic it and completely fuck up, <laughs> yeah. and it probably will be Arsenal. <laughs> I quite like Dean Smith's comments about Ings. He said, "Well, we've seen him score a twenty-yarder in the top corner against us last year, so we certainly know the type of goals he can score." And I love that. Right, get him, sign him. <laughs> That's a good way to do business, really, isn't it? He can score spectacular ones, and he's, he's already doing it. Um, My brother, um, who's a Newcastle fan, maintains that the only reason they signed Ryan Taylor, the right back from Wigan, is because mm. he kept scoring free kicks against Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> just to stop him from doing that. That's, that is good. That is good. Uh, gold medal man, Douglas uh, Louise, gave a very cool, calm and assured display in front of Villa's back four. And you you, you saw him in the flesh. You were impressed with how he looks and, and, yeah, and how yeah. he is. But he's a decent player. He's been playing well for Villa. And I I, I think they're going to be fine this season. We'll talk about Grealish going, but they've they've... Bought some good signings. They've kept some. Well, they pretty much kept everybody, haven't they? Yeah, apart from yeah. British. I think they'd be on a good one. They were great to watch last year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They, they just, you know, they'll. Cha- they've obviously have have to change the way they play slightly because I think of that front four. If we include like you know three up the top and the one behind, only El Ghazi mm-hmm. was there last season. Yeah. Uh, in, in terms of like what would be their starting eleven. So yeah, obviously there's going to be a natural. Um, betting in period mm-hmm. you're right about Louise though like he he's such a silky operator yeah. and I wonder if Manchester City I don't think he's quite at that level well, yet but I wonder I, if they have a buyback clause yeah I know what you mean hopefully not because... no yeah because it's good that he's playing regularly and we get to watch him but, yeah. um, you don't yeah, want he's... a Southampton Liverpool dynamic setting in with Villa <laughs> and Man City do you That's but that, true, that yeah. is how like I think it's frustrating for Villa isn't it because when Man City were um, were building their empire it wasn't you know like it wasn't the teams right at the top they targeted. It, it was it was Everton and it was Villa and it was the teams just above them. So mm. they sort of climbed just above them using their players. So I think they'll be having nightmares worrying that that might happen again. Indeed. Not as many nightmares about the, the, than Steve Bruce is having about refereeing decisions. But, mm-hmm. you know, there we are. Just, again, manager moans about VAR, etc., etc. Do, w- do another phone-in. Yeah. <laughs> when all said and done, though, chaps, it was a great weekend of footballing action in the Premier League. Before... We move on to some uh, Florida-based chat. Um, Marseille versus Nice in Ligue 1. Yeah. Absolute chaos. Yeah, if anyone missed this, the basically the fans had been pelting Marseille players with, mm. with bottles and things, like whenever that, they got up that end of the pitch in the second half. And um, Dimitri Payet 
just had enough of it. Mm. He ended up throwing one back at one point as well. Yeah, and yeah. like just it all kicked off. The fans got onto the pitch. Like there were like the actual fist fights breaking out. Like mm-hmm. Sam Pauli got involved. And I mean, he's been wearing those short sleeves for a long, long time. Yeah. And Chekhov's guns have finally gone off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like absolute madness. There was all sorts of running battles, wasn't there, across involving everybody. But yeah, like the how es- how the escalation going on there was just it was crazy. It was really something to see the fans spill out onto yeah. the pitch yeah. in that but kind of mood. The advertising hoarding getting like ripped to pieces, even though it's like a digital one. It was like really <laughs> bizarre. Wow. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was very concerning. I um, like an idiot. I I hadn't like heard anything about it. Uh, you know, as it was happening last night, and I just saw someone post a video, and I could make out Dimitri Pa. I was like, oh, he's probably done something amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not amazing. No. 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 Yeah. Madness. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of uh, fallout today and this week about how punishments and, and so on and so forth there. But yeah, blimey O'Reilly. Anyway, uh, let's let's finish the show with something a little bit more positive. We go to Miami. Um, there are reports that David Beckham has held talks with Lionel Messi about ending his career at Inter Miami. They took place, uh, of course, when uh, little Lionel bought his uh, Miami apartment, or apartments, he may have bought more than one, uh, Jim, but you would if you could. Uh, now, it's quite interesting into Miami. I mean, the, the, the co-owner uh, Jorge Mas says um, I'm opti- optimistic Messi will play in an Inter-Miami shirt because I think it will complete the legacy of the greatest player in our generation you couldn't really go against that especially when you look at the results yeah up a lot of trophies yeah. it's weird isn't it I would say in terms of you know um, Messi ending his career at Inter-Miami yeah. I reckon it will probably end before he steps on the field in an Inter-Miami shirt okay that would be safe to say right and I think he might play like he'd retired before joining <laughs> Inter Miami. Um, he can release a statement. He doesn't have to join them. We'll know he's finished. It's fine. Yeah. Um, what are they playing at? It's just, honestly, it's just bollocks about Messi or beautiful photos of David Beckham. Yeah. They want Ronaldo too. Yeah. Well, yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. 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 Link them up. Mm. Why don't you bring back the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> get the time. Ouija board out. Board yeah. out. yeah. Get the Ouija board and a hologram. Try yeah. everything. Yes. Yeah. Another win in the bag, though, chap. Get Robert Kardashian to introduce him onto the field. Brilliant. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Well, there we are. I think that's uh, summed that up quite nicely. On tomorrow's show, Kate, Vish, and Pete. How about that? Get your ears around that lot, everybody. Probably not anymore into Miami chat tomorrow, so don't worry. <laughs> There we are. Thank you very much, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, Vitush Nantaraj. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Have a good one. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.